Hello, everyone, and welcome to Scarredlands Sins of Shelzar, episode 13. Um, I am Travis Legg. I will be your dungeon master for the evening. And we are flying with a somewhat limited crew tonight, but we are going to soldier on and bring you uh, a new story, or a new chapter of the story, I guess I should say. We have been running uh, Dead Man's Rust. A adventure for Scarred Lands that is designed to take characters from levels 1 to 10. Um, have to excuse me, I didn't slay a gremlin as, thought, as well as I thought I did. Two seconds. Fine. Fix that. And, uh, yeah. So, where was I at? Right. Dead Man's Rust is what we've been running. Um... It is available right now. Should we right take now? turns? Oh, what's it? Oh, just should we take turns introducing ourselves while you slay gremlins? You know what? Yes. Why don't we go ahead and have uh, you start us off? Then you can pass it uh, on, Rachel. Thank you. Yes. Hello. Uh, I am Rachel. You can find me in Stolen Fires pretty much everywhere on the internet. Uh, I also hang out with Local Tales a whole, whole bunch. Uh, and I'm going to be playing Ifrin, uh, the very food-motivated, uh, multi-class druid cleric in service to the Snow Queen, uh, Ratkin. Uh, and then I'm closest to Milena on the screen, so Milena. Okay. Uh, hi guys, I'm Milena, uh, and I'm playing Oland, who is an ironbred, which means I have a horse. Uh, I'm like half horse, but the opposite of a centaur. <laughs> <laughs> and I am a blacksmith who really enjoys my work. And I love making jewelry and stuff. And yes, uh, I'm also very uh, violent when I need to be. So yay! Uh, in or out of character? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm playing. I'm 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 not playing Mike Mutant, or am I? Uh, I'm Mike <laughs> I'm playing uh, uh, Haiku, the Tiefling, which means I'm just the edgy one. Um, and I'm playing a uh, warlock, rogue, multi-class. Um, and yeah, uh, he likes making trouble and now protecting his friends. So um, yeah, and in real life, I'm a comic artist. Excellent. And I think we've. Got our screens realigned. Yes, close enough for horseshoes, I think. Sorry about that. All right, um, I apologize. So once again, I'm Travis Legg. I am he, him, or they, all are fine. Uh, and I will be the game master for tonight's tale. When last we got together, the group uh, had not yet left Equius, correct? You were still in the Horse Clan Village. Um, you had decided to put together some counterfeit robes in the hopes of sneaking into Glibidatel. Uh, and were able to, working in tandem, put together a relatively impressive uh, bit of forgery. Forgery fashion. Um, and... I believe when we wrapped, correct me if I'm wrong, you were just basically getting ready to rest up for one last night's rest before you got out of town. 
that correct? You were going to head from there to Live It Out Tell, was your plan? Uh, yeah, that I sounds accurate. So. Excellent. And, um... So I'm going to hit the button for a long rest. Yeah, please. You may all take a long rest. Let's pick things up first with Oland. Uh, the extra time that you've been spending in this city, uh, you've been spending with Bark. Mm -hmm. What would Oland want to do with that time? How does how does the the first evening that you were hanging out with Bark look? Which position? Uh, oh goodness! I feel, I feel like there was some, definitely some of that um, horse pose, but <laughs> you just say horse pose. <laughs> I'm sorry, Onyx Path. <laughs> Thanks for having us on the channel. It was really great. <laughs> Bye forever. Uh, <laughs> but um, I think I probably spend some time um, practicing with my um bow bow knife you know because i probably wanted to get better at that oh sure you're, um, you're uh yeah razor yeah the bow. one that he yeah my razor bow the one that he taught me how to make yes. and stuff so yes um so i probably did a lot of that because i'm very nervous about going into the city just because of how much he made it seem like it's a terrible idea and that we will never see each other again, likely. So um, I am more scared than I look, I think. So I was just like, okay, we need to keep practicing until I am dead. Not literally, but yes. Right on. Um, well, you do manage to uh, work in some practice and some additional cardiovascular exercise. Um, <laughs> You notice that uh, he seems to sleep extremely fitfully. Um, it's not. It's not at all restful. Um, kind of from the moment that his breathing slows, to the moment he wakes up. He's kind of shifty and, you know, seems troubled. It's generally not so violent that it's like keeping you awake or anything necessarily, but it is something you know. Okay. Um, and the second night, after you've made the uh, fake... Uh, counterfeit clothes to get inside. Um, you've kind of all decided you're going to take this one last night to rest, so what would that look like? More of the same? Yeah. Okay. I'll come uh, back. back Ithrin will blow a lot of money on, like, fresh produce. Because she's <laughs> probably not going to get much of that where she's going. Okay. You know, and enjoy fresh apples while they're for sale. Wonderful. Um, you gather up kind of a, a large basket full of, of various 
fruit. Mostly it's apples around here, but there's also a fair bit of uh, fruits and vegetables from around the broad reach horizon because this is kind of the, uh, lack of a better word, it's the capital. It's the center of, of what passes for government. Um, you collect that. Where is there anywhere in particular you'd want to go to sit and enjoy your meal, or are you just going to go back to your room? Oh, uh, she's a druid, so probably if there's any sort of park or town green. Okay. I mean, uh, plenty of, you know, you're, the, most of the buildings themselves are actually made from trees, uh, you know, like still living trees. So, oh, neat. Yeah, there's, there's ample uh, nature to sit about in. Yeah, I'll go hang out with some friendly trees. All right. Uh, you're sitting there, uh, sort of just feeling your way, sort of communing with, with nature, as it were, uh, and just enjoying this wonderful meal. And you see a set of leaves on one of the trees in front of you. Um, start to, like, sparkle a little bit. And then... It starts flapping almost like butterfly wings. That's weird. It has my attention. The leaf removes itself from the branch, and you see um, what looks like probably an inch long a humanoid woman, sort of curled up like in a fetal ball. And she just sort of springs out flat as, as she uh, separates from the branch and flies over to you. Hello. Hello. The leaves have whispered and Mother Deneb's dreams have heard. You're going to the City of the Dead. Well, that's the plan. We know that you have found some faith, some, some religion, and we hope that you still honor your old ways. Absolutely. Winter's a part of the natural world. Good, good. One of our cousins is trapped by terrible, dire fate within the walls of Glividatel. Oh, that sounds bad. Yes, we ask you to free her. Uh, what's your cousin's name? She is what you would call Hamadryad. You know where she's being kept? She knows only that it is a false 
garden inside a building of black stone. That sounds terrible. Um, is, is there anything else you can tell me? No. She, sometimes we can hear her cries. Near the base of the Mesa Caraday. Okay, that, that's a good place to start looking. Um, yeah, I, I will look for this false garden and free your cousin. Thank you. Glitters off and Apple? lands back on the branch and turns back into a leaf. That was interesting. Anything you'd like to do after uh, that visitation? Uh, seek out my friends and tell them what just happened. Excellent. Um, it's you know, relatively late in the evening. Um, Alan's already made her way off. Uh, Charlie's up on the stage. Uh, and Charlung, uh, you think, may have wandered off to uh, exchange notes with a tattoo artist who, that they were chatting up. Um, but you know for sure that uh, Haiku's going to be awake. Uh, yeah, I'll find Haiku. What are you doing, Haiku? Um... I didn't have anything planned, so nothing in particular. I don't know, just day-to-day -day stuff, I guess. All right, so you're just kind of sitting there chilling. Uh, it's getting late at night, probably enjoying a, a drink, some of the ale that no one else likes. Um, when Ithrin kind of comes... Do you just, like, come barreling into his room, or do you just... Or do you, like, no, stop him? Be polite. Okay. Yeah, you hear the knock at the door? Uh, I answer. Hey. So I just had a real fun conversation with the leaf. Not the weirdest things happened the past couple of days. So yeah, hit me. What else? What's going on? Uh, yeah. So apparently there's a. A false garden in the city where we're going to. Uh, inside a building of black stone. It might or might not be something called Mesa Caraday. Uh, anyway, there's a Hamandroid trapped in there. Oh, um, you'd be aware that the Mesa Caraday is the, is the Mesa that uh, Globetotel sits on. The, the, um, it's like a flat mountaintop, basically. So it's a that's the name of the oh of the oh and they hear her crying the from the bay oh shit <laughs> <laughs> oh that means we're gonna have to go real deep on the ground is this uh, where you want to go yeah like if we could make the detour work um 
part of my whole being a druid stuff. You're going to be real busy the next month. Yes, we are. Uh, Anyway, I just wanted to give you a heads up to let that just happen to me. Okay. Uh, And if any leaves turn into fairies around you, um, let me know. All right, cool. I'll make sure not to zap them. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, Okay. Have a good night. Fine to do it. You know my instincts. All right. Um, so, is that, where is that thing going to go from there? Um, is there like a library? So, what time is it? Uh, it's by now probably about ten, eleven o'clock at night. It's a couple hours past Sunday. Oh yeah, then uh, it's probably time for her to get her full eight hours. Right. You go and lie down. Um. Haiku, you're the only one awake. <clears throat> you sit there kind of, you know, doing your various hobbies, pastimes, playing with your dagger, whatever it is you do to pass the time. Uh, when everybody else is crashed out. <laughs> and uh, about an hour into it, uh, In White comes in again. Oh, what was that? Oh, in, the little... Uh, in, in In White? Yeah, yeah. They have like the salt around my bed or anything? Right. And But this time, uh, he stops and looks at you and like tilts his head to the side. And then waves. Like over toward the window. Starts walking in that direction. I see. You're really cute, but you're not going to trick me. I'm going to hold you. He turns and looks at you and starts looking around the room. Do you have any writing implements? Any. Yeah, I'll probably have some like some like paper and a right. quill somewhere. He sticks his fingers out and you see like these like tendrils of like greenish almost looks like mucus shoot out of the fingertips. Oh. He picks up the quill and in very sloppy penmanship uh in trade Lydian writes um no trick. And then, All right, like, Try I'm tapping you. Drops the quill after doing it, and like he, he looks like goes like more translucent for a moment, like <laughs> like you can sort of see through him a little bit more for a second. I like flash a little, like you know, like Eldritch Blast, like energy, just like don't try anything, and I'll go walk to the window where he's going for. And he walks out and steps out through the wall. Um. And walks up to like the the road, and waves again, like trying to get you to follow him. Yeah, fuck it, <laughs> no. All right, <laughs> I'll, I'll go with them. You hop out the window and start making your way down. Um, 
he leads you like to the edge of the town and steps over toward what you realize is an area of forest that's kind of been marked off. And you see there's sort of like little offerings at the base of every tree. Um, some flowers, food, um, looks like maybe a few personal items, just kind of sitting on the bases of these trees. What do you want to show me, dude? He runs over towards one of the trees, and you see a cloaked figure. Uh, just wearing a almost like a like a gray, uh, like the Holocaust cloak. You know what I mean? Like a like a big, thick, heavy gray cloak. Mm -hmm. And he figure steps around and like hugs the child, and the child looks up at at the black, empty space where the face should be. And the head just nods gently, and the child dissipates into that mist. Hello? The figure st starts stepping closer to you. Says in a voice that You just can't quite place it. It feels like it's low and high at the same time, masculine and feminine at the same time. And though you realize that the language that you're hearing the loudest is infernal, you hear echoes of the words in every other language you're fluent in. As this figure speaks. You have begun a preordained series of events have tapped into destiny. And I have come to discuss that. Who are you? In Infernal. I'm flying back to him. them. I am Nemorga. Oh. Shit. You know, I get that a lot. I imagine. It's not often I'm left speechless. The balance of life and death on Scarn may rest in your hands. What do you need from me? I believe 
there is only one way forward with your master. That is a reconciliation that I think you are uniquely poised to provide. How do you how do you figure? It will become clear in time. For the moment I can tell you that you are of chosen blood. And that blood carries the power to reverse an action taken in grand desperation. Would be I'll reveal I'll reveal the entirety of the truth in time. For now you must know that your father was entrusted with a solemn task. The very balance of life was within his hands for a time. The sum of existence on And though it destroyed him to do so, he rose to the challenge. I will need the same from you. And you must understand, I don't know that I can trust you. I guess that's fair. While you are in Glivaratel, you will make your way into the study of Lucian Dane. He's one of the most accomplished necromancers ever to exist. While you are there, you will find a piece of lore he has squirreled away, a small book that contains an incantation. That incantation is a true ritual that will provide you the means of severing your tie to your warlock. This is what I've been looking for. Decades now, I guess. And then what? I imagine he's not very happy about that. No, he will not, but there is much road between here and there. 
I guess that's true. He told me to meet up with a contact and I've been tasked uh, from other goddesses name was uh, to gather as much intel as I can. Oh, it was from, yeah, it was from the morgue. Yeah. So gather as much intel as I can from his contact. Is that what I'm still to do? Yes, I do want to know what they're up to. But the successful completion of the task I give you now takes precedence not only over my previous directives, but over the very mission that takes you to deliver up. What happens when I break this contract, or sever this contract, I should say? Theoretically, the person holding your pact will feel that severance and fly into a rage, most likely, and then react however their conscience guides them. To the best of my knowledge, the ritual has only ever been performed three times, and in those three times it was performed, the entity that was being targeted was unable to respond in a way that we could perceive. I don't understand, but I'm trusting you. Two of them were bound to Titans who had either been utterly dismembered or otherwise disposed of. Third was bound to a gin. It was locked away in the city of Bo Forgive me if I'm uh, misunderstanding at all, but isn't he a part of you? What happens to you if we, I guess it's not necessarily what's happening here. Never mind. I don't know where I was going with that. I'm, there's so much I don't know. I'm still piecing together from my past. I've given you all I can give you at this time. I need you to have a little faith in me. Okay. Morgan nods and steps around the tree and he's gone. Heavy. I'll take my walk back to uh, the inn. Excellent. Um, Milena. Just 
it's probably about four in the morning when uh, at first you think it's maybe the violent shifting next to you um, that's waking you up, but then you realize there's some pain in your eyes and you, you, there's a, a light in the room uh, and you come to consciousness. You see that your bag is glowing. Like there's something that's generating light inside of your satchel. Okay. Um, I go look into it. I go investigate. You walk over and open it, and you see that the uh, alicorn that you were given is glowing white. Uh, do I know what this means? No clue. This was supposed to uh, guide you to a safe route into the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, that's weird. I don't want to wake Ark up, but he's the one that gave it to me. I go and I wake him up. He sort of sits up. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. I... What's up? Sorry. Sorry to wake you. And then I hold out the alicorn like, do you know what this means? No. Why it's blowing? No idea. I've never seen you do that before. He stands up and it starts um, pulsing. Like you see that the glow is getting uh, brighter at the end, at the end away from you and, and darker as it gets closer to your hand. Uh, I think this means I have to go. Go where? Go to Glivid Hotel. Right at four in the morning? What? Now? Right now. I think so. So. Oh. Okay, be safe. I kiss him. And then I go find Haiku and Ithrin. Do I know where they are? Where the rooms are? You know where the rooms are, yeah. You kiss him, you turn around and go outside of the tent, and you see a elven woman. Uh, looks like she's about seven foot three. Um, very spindly limbs. Uh, loading above the ground. And you can see that, like, she's glowing brightly enough that you can't quite make out the folds of, like, her nose and her lips. Like, you okay. get more of the impression of the shapes of them. Um, and there is a sparkling band of energy coming out of her forehead that looks similar to a unicorn horn. Oh, cool. Uh, can I help you? She says to you, uh, she's been speaking Elvish. Do you speak Elvish? Let me check. Nope. And she starts gibbering at you in Elvish. 
Yeah, I don't know. Mm. No hablo. <laughs> Does bark? Bark. Yeah. He Sorry, fling, can you come out here? Did you change your mind? Looks up. Do you speak Elvish? Or whatever it is that this elf yes. is speaking? She starts talking to him, and he says something to her a couple times, like, in rapid succession. And then she starts talking slower. He says, this woman claims to be a ghost of one of the clan unicorn elves. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> um, and what does she want? She wants to help with your quest. Oh, perfect. Help how? She says they have a route. Sweet. Uh, I guess it's time to go then. Um wait here. I, I do this to her, like, and then I run to go get <laughs> Haiku and Ithrin. Alright, as you're running uh, to go get Haiku and Ithrin, you see Haiku, like, walking up through the inn. I skid, stop, like, in Scooby-Doo. And I'm like, Haiku, we gotta go. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, okay. Grab your stuff. We're leaving. I don't know, I have, this is all, this is my shit. I don't got a lot of stuff. Perfect. Let's go get Ithrin. And Charlie and Charlong. Alright. You run over to Ithrin's window, or are you gonna go inside? I'm gonna go inside. I have no boundaries. For I have boundaries for me, but not for other people. <laughs> All right, so you're just going to, like, barge in, basically? Yeah. All right. Uh, so yes. you wake up to uh, a very loud and excited uh, iron bread storming into your bedroom. Yeah, so Ithrin has pulled all the blankets off of her bed, and she's just, like, made a little nest on the floor. Aww. And when you come, like, barging into the room, she just, like, snaps awake. Like, I didn't do it. <laughs> No, I, I, but yeah, <laughs> it's right, we gotta go. Uh, I'll tell you on the way. I'll uh, explain on the way. Okay. Grabs like her staff and her knapsack. I love that we pack light. I'm the one that doesn't pack light, but all my shit got lost in the past. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um... So you're like rousing everyone out of bed to to hit the road now, basically. Yes. All right. Uh, there's some grumbling and mumbling, but uh, Charlie and Charlene, uh make their way along with you. I feel like uh, I put Charlie in a knapsack and <laughs> carry them over my shoulder. You know, like it's a cat in a bag. It's fine. <laughs> That's fair. Um, you get back to uh, Bark's place, and Bark is. Uh, Looks 
like genuinely like confused and surprised. He says, they say that they can get you inside through the, through the Mesa Caridae, that they can guard you the way that they did the dwarves when they rescued, rescued the dwarves. Oh, you awesome. But they want your help. No one wants our fucking help. Are, is there is there no one else in this world? <laughs> I was like, thinking exactly the same thing, but I just went. <laughs> well, I'm fuzzy on the details, okay? But they said there's something inside Glivadatel that they need. What is it? It is a seed. Oh, that's terrible. A seed from a tree that has a undead hamadryad bound to it. Oh, shit. What the what the what? I'm assuming Ithrin knows what this is about. It didn't tell me the undead part. Not yet. If there was anything more, I should know. They're always sketchy with the details. That's one of the three things that they want you to get. Oh my god. <laughs> I pull out like a notepad. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Dead hemodryad seed. There's a spear made out of slayer. It's like this... Um, Really, uh, almost obsidian-like uh, mineral. It's driven through a tree uh, near um, Dar Alanat. Um, and then uh, there's there's a wood wood rack dragon. Oh. A what? A wood rack dragon? Yeah, that's what I thought you said. <laughs> uh, they need its heart. Of course. Oh my oh. god. Anything else? Do you want fries of that? <laughs> he says... Gods. Alan, I... Th <laughs> she says that that can bring them back. Oh my god. Back from the dead? I, I guess. It's. I'm a little fuzzy on how the metaphysics works, but the reason the Broadreach Horizon is here is because when Mormo died and corrupted the Hornsaw, the Broadreach Elves. Some of them couldn't take it. So they went to the south and gave in to their despair. The rest of the Broadreach Elves performed a ritual where they merged with the forest and fought its corruption. That's how they carved out the Broadreach Horizon there. 
why the Broad Reach Horizon is. That's a hundred years of elven spiritual combat against the taint of Mormo, and this is the result of it. But as they were working their way back from the spiritual back into the physical plane, the Unicorn Clan realized that the dwarves had gone missing. So they went to Glivadatel and they rescued our people. The ones who gave in to their despair, all that pain and suffering, combined with the tainted blood of Mormo, and just the wrath of the Hornsaw became a woodrack dragon. Apparently, if all three of those components are gathered, they can do a, we can do a ritual and get them out of their stasis. They were the greatest leaders that Elvenkind has ever known. Uh, I do this, like, give us a second, and, like, I huddle up with my crew, and then, like, what do you get? We have no choice, right? I mean, yeah, we gotta fucking do. What else, how else are we gonna get in there? What if we just... Like, we're fucked. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. Either way, people are going to die if we do or don't do anything, so fuck it. I mean, no. I already promised a tree I'd try to fix this. I gotta find a book or something. Let's go. And then I turn, and I'm like, okay, you have a deal. How do you say you have a deal in Elvish? <laughs> I ask Mark. He turns to her and, and speaks a phrase. And uh, she flies up and, like, hugs each one of you. And then uh, basically disappears into the aliquot. Is everyone always so touchy? Stop hugging me. <laughs> You're just so cuddly. Uh, I look at Ithra and, like... <laughs> Look no. at the horns! <laughs> You're cuddly. <laughs> ah, Alright, let's get this bus on the road. Bark says, uh, I, apparently you just want to use that to hold off the undead, I guess. Okay. Damn, it's kind of fucked up that we're like the heroes, man. Like, we're not good people. I gotta save the world and shit? Fuck. Yep. Somebody's gotta do it. Bart says, maybe you can pull this off. So, just come back in one piece, alright? Do my best. All right. Not all, all of us. Raise my metal hand. <laughs> yeah, I hope you come <laughs> back too. Um, 
Good luck. <laughs> that was my fault. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, you start heading out, making your way to... Um, are you going straight for Glibbet Hotel then? Yep. Excellent. Making my way downtown. <laughs> well, I don't want to go too far in ex exploration without the rest of the party. Um, mm -hmm. So is there anything else that you want to address, take care of downtime activities, anything like that that you want to handle uh, before we wrap it up for the evening? I want an item to make me sneaker, either like some boots or not even sneaker, maybe some like something faster. So either make me sneakier or faster. You want sneakier or faster? Yeah. Um, how how do you want to go about getting that? Um, an item. If it's like a like a like a boots of like elven yeah, kind, boots or like, of elven kind, you can get. Yeah, I mean that'll make you sneakier. Cool. Those are expensive though. Do we have enough gold? Oh yeah, we have like a party fund, right? Because I have like a hundred and seventy-one. 171 gold pieces? Yeah. How much is a party fund? Probably uh, Charlie has that. Yeah, I think, I think Charlie's been... Let me check. Uh, and so we, we haven't left the city, correct? Uh, you're basically <laughs> like in the process of leaving the city, but you've had some downtime. So we will start like with you on the road, unless there's something else. That, but if there's other things you want to do because you've had some downtime. You can cover what those are. Um, I would just like to see if I can swing by a bookshop to see if there are any books about the place that we're going to. About Glivadot's Hell? Yeah, or the sure. Mesa, or just anything that might help us figure out what we're going to be dealing with. Um, yeah, you'll be able to get a, a book on it for 10 gold. Okay. Uh, I will purchase that with the intention of studying it on the road. Excellent. I'll send you a, a lore dump. Neat. Oh, um, I think I want to buy more explosives. Well, I figured out how to make the, um, explosive arrows, right? You did, yes. So you just need the uh, supplies, which you should have a price for, right? Mm, I don't see it. It says explosive seed. There's no price. Um, you know, it's like Weight dash cost dash. Yeah, what's cost? It doesn't say. It's just, oh, dash. It's two dash. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll say uh, five silver each. Okay. I'll buy. I'm just looking to see if or where these are noted. Because Charlie's got Charlie's money, but I don't know if that's mm -hmm. the party fund. 
I think she kept it in her notes, maybe? That's what I'm looking to see. Party funds is 1,004 gold and 100 platinum. Ooh, we're rich. How much is a platinum? It's like, what is it? It's like Platinum's 10 gold. So that's 100 gold? 1,000 gold? 1,000 gold. 1,000 gold, yeah, yeah. So you have 2,000 some gold? Mm-hmm. How much are boots? Love and kind. Let's find out real quick. What's the rarity on them? Uh, good question. Uh, wonder or uh, uncommon wondrous. Okay. Um, give me a d6 roll. Ooh, d6. Let's see. Two. Two hundred gold each. No way. Okay, bet. Um, each foot. No, each <laughs> pair. And you can get boots of elven kind and cloaks of elven kind here, just like buying Dig. boots and cloaks. Boots and cloaks. And okay. Boots and cloaks. So I'll put in <laughs> all of my money Bless and you then... three times. <laughs> Sorry, I tried to mute. Of... Thank you. <laughs> you did mute. Oh, okay. <laughs> put in all of my money and then I guess what is that? Uh, it was just twenty nine gold left for the party fund. Okay. Is anyone else buying any uh, boots and cloaks and boots and cloaks? How much money do we have left? Half second. What was the amount? You were 29 when you were taking out of the party fund? Yeah. I think I'm okay. I'm glad we managed to convince the shopkeepers to open early for us before we leave. <laughs> like I said, you've had two days of downtime, so we can assume that these purchases were made, you know. Oh, sure. Previously. Kind of whenever, yeah. I got my book. I'm happy. Um, and those boots don't require attunement, right? Nope. <laughs> Alright, cool. Um, um, actually, yes. can I buy some healing potions? Uh, you absolutely can. You're just buying regular potions of healing? Um, is, I've never bought healing potions in D&D before. Are there like super potions and hyper potions and master are, potions? You can buy like larger range potions. Those get into like higher, much higher cost levels. Um, a potion of healing is 75 gold. Seventy-five. Yeah. 
for one. And he also many. Hang on, I found it. Uh, the regular portion of healing he says is fifty gold. And oh, fifty the, gold, right? Sorry. Uh, two d four plus two hit points. Yep. Kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you wanted to go for something that's um, uh, higher quality. Maybe I'll get, like, greater potions. I feel like those are 75, then. This 4d4 plus 4. Yeah, I'm just looking at the caravan at one second. You can just throw darts, right? That's like the little weapon in D&D. I don't need like a thing to uh, throw them with. Yeah, so a dart can be um, like either just like a, a small like actual dart like a, or a tiny throwing knife or like a, a throwing star would be a dart. Um, okay. What's the throwing knives then? Cool. Yeah, so any kind of like um, small bladed object. Cool. I got a bunch of them. Yep, so uh, greater healing is 44 plus 4, and that's uncommon. Superior healing is 8d4 plus 8, and that's rare. And supreme healing is very rare and 10d4 plus 20. You can also buy other potions. Now, there's like an apothecary here, so you get kind of just about whatever kind of potion you might want. Mm. Potion of killing gods. Um, how much is the potion of comprehension? It doesn't have it in here. It says a cost dash. Potion of comprehend? It's a common potion that gives you the effect of comprehend languages for one hour. Oh, it's common? Yeah. That shit's like free. Uh, yeah, it'll be... Roll a d6 for me. Six. Sixty gold. Sixty gold? Yep. <laughs> I am poor. <laughs> These prices are outrageous. <laughs> yeah. How and dare you? You dip into the party fund. Uh, so I'm eyeballing the cloak of protection. Seems like it would be useful. Not a bad buy. It is. Wondrous uh, uncommon. uncommon. All right, go ahead and roll a d6 for me. One. I hope that was good. Yeah, it's 100 gold. Oh, okay. Uh, would people mind if I dip into the party fund to get that? Now or never. Okay. Um, so these are necromancers, right? They are necromancers. So a potion of necrotic resistance. Might not be a bad thing to grab, yeah. 
It's uncommon, but it doesn't have a cost. What do I roll to figure it out? Uh, D6. How much are you pulling from the party funds, Rachel? Uh, 100. All right. I rolled a two. All right, so it's uh, 200 for the... uh, Uh, the potion of necrotic resistance. And it doesn't work post, right? It only works before. Correct. You only gain the resistance once you've drank the potion. No, but I'm saying if you get attacked, you can't drink it and then negate the necrotic damage. You have to drink it beforehand. No, right, because damage resistance is applied when you take the damage. Mm. Now, you could buy, like, bracers of necrotic resistance. Oh, do they have that? Yeah, you can get, like, a... I think there's, like, a... Ooh, armor of necrotic resistance, breastplate... Chainmail, half plate, hide. Yeah, so there's uh, armors, cloaks, rings. There's a ring! It's rare, requires attunement. Nope. It's too expensive. I've never been this poor, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been working, and I'm poor, and I am unhappy. Um. They're all rare, of course. And I mean, and we probably want to leave some money for Charlon and Charlie. Yeah, just because Charlie's asleep in my bag doesn't mean I can grab all of the party fun out of her wallet. (laughs) 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 So just digging into her pockets. (laughs) She's like dead asleep. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I'm imagining. When Israel's like, do you guys mind if I dip into the party fun? I'm like, not at all. Taking <laughs> out wads of cash. <laughs> <laughs> Just leafing out. <laughs> Charlie wakes up lighter. She's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> My God. So we're not doing the potion resistance or we are? No. Right. It's too expensive for like one hour. I'd rather spend more money and get some sort of permanent resistance to this than just one hour. I mean, so I got a cloak of protection and that's mm-hmm. pretty good. It gives you a bonus to AC and plus one to all of your saves. That's good. Yeah. And that all right, I'll get Okay, cool. So you're taking 100 out of the party fund? No, I'm taking like 52 out of the part of the party fund. And then I'm using some of mine. All right. Excellent. Okay, cool. Thanks for the tip. Rachel. Yeah, I like my go tos in D and D are always cloaks of protection and like plus one sword. 
because like it almost always comes through like it always always matters oh i miss i miss the beautiful sword i had (laughs) that's that was that was a have a bad day sword All right. Well, if there's nothing else that we need to address tonight, we will resume in two weeks' time uh, with you on the road. David Atel. Um, I will send you. Don't forget, Rachel. I'll send you a a lore dump on what you what you find in that book. Um, Any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns about tonight's game? Um, One. Can I say we attuned the cloak of protection and the head of disguise in the couple days we were here? Yeah, it takes an hour to attune. Oh, okay, cool. Well, then no, then that was awesome. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, thank you for the assistance uh, while I was uh, slaying gremlins at the beginning of, of the stream. Rachel, I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> good catch. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're wrapping up a little bit early tonight because we have a short party and because we don't want to go any further without uh, a full cast. So I just want to remind everyone uh, what the game we are running is uh, Sins of Shelzar, uh, Dead Man's Rust. Uh, Dead Man's Rust is uh, available right now for pre-order over on Backerkit. It is a complete campaign that will take your characters from levels 1 to 10, set in the Scarred Lands, and fully compatible with uh, 5th edition. Um, if you pre-order, you can get access to the manuscript early and start running your game pretty much right away. And uh, while you're there, you should also check out the various other books that are available for Scarlands. Uh, I want to remind everyone that we currently have on Kickstarter, uh, it's hanging up above my head if you can see it, The uh, they came from Double Feature with They Came From The Cyclops' Cave and They Came From Classified. Uh, you can back for one book or both. And it's an amazing uh, extension of the They Came From universe with uh, Cyclops' Cave representing um, cinematic fantasy and classified uh, representing cinematic espionage and spy films. And uh, that's up on Kickstarter right now. Uh, There's, I think we're a couple hundred dollars shy of the next stretch goal, which would unlock a lovely Kickstarter backer t-shirt. Much like the one that I'm wearing right now for Squeaks in the Deep, but instead for Came from Cyclops' Cave. So uh, tell your friends, spread the word, go back that if you haven't done so. And then uh, I want to remind everyone that this is also the 10th anniversary of Onyx Path, and as such, each month we're focusing on a different game line and offering uh, extensive discounts, some programming around that uh, game line here on the channel, interviews, things like that. This month's game line is Cavaliers of Mars. I think you can pick up the entire canon of Cavaliers of Mars for less than five bucks right now at DriveThruRPG. Um, so now is the time to check it out. If you're into planetary romance, you know John Carter, that sort of stuff, uh, this is the game for you. Um, and I'll be uh, playing in an actual play of that sometime next week, so keep an eye on the Twitch schedule for that. Um, I will be back here on the channel uh, Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern uh, to play They Came From The Cyclops' Cave, which I am super psyched about. Um, 
And so hopefully, uh, if you're watching this, you will join us there. Um, I have been Travis Legg, he, him, they, all fine. Uh, when I'm not doing this, I'm writing games for Onyx Path and periodically running some games over at Plastic Age Plays. Um, let's go ahead and have everybody else do their outros. This time we'll start it off with Milena. Okay. Um, hi, guys. I'm Milena. I play Alland. Um, and I am in real life. I'm like, who am I? What is this? What is happening? I am an artist. <laughs> who is she? Uh, <laughs> I'm artist uh, and yoga teacher in Illinois, and I have two Instagram accounts, uh, one for my art and one for my movement, and um, it's Milena Deneno for my art, and Milena Moves Mindfully for my movement, and right now, I'm not working on any projects, but there's some stuff in the horizon that's pretty cool, but I can't talk about it yet. So uh, stay tuned for my next moves. Excellent. And when can they see you next on the channel, Melina? Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm here on Saturdays playing Hunter the Vigil. I forgot. Uh, I forgot it was the same channel. At It's 8 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. And it's really, really fun. And it really brings the question of, like, who's the real monster? You know, the monsters or the hunters? And it's awesome. Spoiler! Spoiler! (laughs) No, it's really fun. It's a fun crew. So uh, check it out if you're here. Excellent. And Mike, go ahead and give us your pertinence. Hey guys, uh, I'm Mike Mutant. I'm playing uh, Haiku, both he, him. Um, In real life, uh, I'm a comic artist um, and I'm working on my own projects and other projects with other people that I like. they in the works, you know, but you can follow me with updates uh, on Instagram at Mike underscore mutant. Excellent. And last but most certainly not least, Ithrin, please give us your pertinence. Uh, hello, my name is Rachel. You can find me Stolen Fires pretty much everywhere on the internet. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to be over at Big Dead Industries at uh, 5.30 Pacific uh, for After Sunset. Uh, an all Sedite V5 game. And then Friday uh, and Sunday, I'm going to be over at Warple Tales running Masks of Nyarlathotep and then playing in White Walls. Uh, you'll also see me on that channel Monday for Dark Sun and no, Monday for Solemn Veil and Tuesday for Dark Sun. And then uh, starting in April, I'm going to be running a Horror on the Orient Express campaign uh, for Vorpal Tales Patreon patrons. So if you subscribe at uh, $20 or higher, you will get the video on demand of those. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. It's a real fun module, and I've got an amazing cast. Uh, yeah, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram, Stolen Fires. That is awesome. Um, and yeah, yeah. Uh... Once again, I just want to thank everybody for uh, their time. Hang out. We're going to go ahead and uh, shoot a raid over to Vocal Tales because they're on right now. Um, and get your shots, wear your masks, wash your hands, all that fun stuff. Be around real soon. Bye.